This is Carson Charisma and Rachel E. And you are tuned in to the Anomaly Podcast. What's up, what's up, guys? It's Carson Christma. And this is Rachel E. And the Anomaly Podcast is back. We are back. Episode yes. 2. Episode 2. Season 2. Season 2. We yes. are back. So, we talked, I mean, as always, let's just get into yeah, it, right? Yeah, let's go. So, we talked a lot. I think we, like, posted a lot of hype around this this mm-hmm. one. So, you guys already know. What is it entitled, Rachel E.? Access denied. Denied. You, you're no longer welcome. At all. No access. Access is denied. Um, And I think we came up with this topic uh, because I think you and I both have Mm -hmm. had some experiences um, where we kept people around way longer than we should. And just sucked the living life out of you. And that was actually our first um, episode of season two. I think I said that was one of my failures of last year is that I kept people around way Way too too long. Way too long. And now your access baby. It's denied. It has been denied. And I find so much comfort in saying that. Listen, Mm. listen. Mm. So what does it mean for you Mm -hmm. to be, one, to be accessible and then two, to say, you know what? Your access to me has been denied. So to me, to be accessible, um, it means to just to be available mm-hmm. to those around me or whoever's seeking me for whatever they're seeking me for. Simply put, to be denied though is when you overstay your welcome, mm. or you overstep your boundaries, or you're not exchanging with me the equal accessibility that I'm exchanging with you. Okay, okay, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like I completely concur. Yeah. Um. I also think when it comes to access, um, people in general just mm-hmm. over over give themselves. Yeah, like, they I, overly I give. Um, and I hate to single out men and women because mm-hmm. um, I'm not with the double standards. However, uh, I do think sometimes women tend to give more of themselves, whether mm-hmm. it be a romantic relationship or not, mm-hmm. simply because... Um, we are givers by nature. Mm-hmm. We are we we are nurturers by nature, Absolutely. right? And so we want to give so much. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, I was having a conversation with a lady yesterday. Um, I had a meeting, and we were sitting at Starbucks, and she was saying how you know her friend and her they were talking about mm-hmm. the new year, and a friend said, "Okay, sis, like, what do you want to leave behind in twenty eighteen? What's moving forward in twenty nineteen?" And she said all she talked about were her kids and her husband, and her, her friend was like, "Sis." Mm-hmm. Shut up. Right. I ta- I asked you what, what you, you wanted, right? What yes. for you? Mm-hmm. And she literally told me she was like, um, she's like, Miss Freeman, um, I have no idea how to answer that. And I'm almost 40 years old. Oh, wow. She said, I had no idea how to answer that. She's like, I've put so much and made myself so accessible and, and giving available to these and available. And she's like, and they're my family. I right. love my husband. I love my children. Mm-hmm. She's like, but when a friend asks me something like that and I can't answer it mm-hmm. at this age, that's a problem. Absolutely. That's a problem. I agree with that. So, at this point, y'all, we're going to get y'all together. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be 40 years old. No. Uh, being like, trying uh, to trying to figure it out. And if you, even if you are 40 and listening and you right. still figure it out, that's okay, too. But for our young folk, well, 40 still young. But for our <laughs> younger <laughs> you folk, know you know what I'm saying? For our younger folk, mm-hmm. right, we're we going to get y'all together yeah. today. Let's start early. Let's start early. Let's start early. So, let's get into it. I think in regards to accessibility, there are different levels to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And and I want to say it's okay to be accessible. Okay. I think it's definitely okay to be accessible. Our point here is not to say, fuck everybody. No one's allowed to have our availability whenever they... We're here for service. We're here for connection. Major facts. 
But um, I want to address like the friendship accessibility first. Okay. I think we should touch on this topic okay. first. Okay. In regards to friendships. Okay. Um, I think you and I have obviously both had experiences with yes. friends that, um, and I feel like friendships get a little iffy too because it's we're not as we're deeply connected, but it's a different level than relationships. It is. So it's sometimes in a sense harder to relieve friends from your space. I agree. Um. So we, I've, I've had a friend where we were friends for an extensive period of time, mm-hmm. and it just there was no equal exchange in energy, mm. and it became very, very draining for me, dra- draining for me because, you know, I loved this person, right? I cared for this person, right? And on a friend, we were living together, like right. all this good stuff, um, but there was no equal exchange of energy, mm-hmm. and it became very toxic for me. So if so, just especially for me and mm-hmm. not just for me but for our listeners as well when you say equal exchange of energy mm-hmm. what does that mean because i want to be clear right so right. my exchange of energy and what i give mm-hmm. i feel like i can be given a lot right um and you're looking at me like carson bitch you ain't helping me at all right. like you like this is not mutually beneficial like right. so what's up so what does that mean for you so for me um like ex- examples exact mm-hmm. examples right so when we would have conversations and i'm going through tough times difficult times i'm seeking you for counsel mm-hmm. or whatever and um you know, I'm expecting some type of building me up and, and helping me get back on track. Or, right. You know, giving me some type of advice, but it was never that. Mm-hmm. Or the subject will be changed into some gossip or it will be changed mm-hmm. into some shit that I'm not even talking to you about. Right. But when you come to me in difficult times and you need a shoulder to cry on, I'm here. I'm there. I'm using everything spiritually. I, I, I know everything in regards to love and relationships and progression, all this. I'm pouring that into you to help you become better and as you I, should I, right yeah, and I was it wasn't never given that in return mm, understood mm-hmm. so how long do you feel like it took you to are you is this you know maybe is this you know we're transparent mm-hmm. but how how long did it take you to realize like you know what this is not it and did you have yeah. notions or inklings like that it wasn't it yet mm-hmm. you continued like because I feel like I've done that before yeah, like, I've had literally like I've literally sat down with friends boyfriends mm-hmm. family members and like this shit is not this ain't it. it this ain't it sis <laughs> this but i can this nigga is not it mm. but but he's so damn fine yeah or she's she, or she's really cool mm-hmm. we do have fun we go out at the club right, right? but yeah. of substance there's nothing there, there. right Absolutely. um so at what point did you know like this is not it honestly it took a situation to where um, I was reactive. Mm-hmm. So for me, when it comes to accessibility, if it gets to a point where I'm now reacting mm-hmm. to everything you're doing rather than being able to... Because we're, we're all problematic. Right. We all have our, our things about ourselves That's that key. are difficult. Um, but if I get to a point where everything you're doing, I'm reacting towards it, mm-hmm. then I'm way too accessible to you. Right. Because you have too much control and too much access to mm-hmm. even though this good stuff, this negative shit about me is coming out towards you too. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point to where... We were, it became like a huge argument and it got physical and it became extremely toxic. Yeah. And at that point I realized, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm way too invested, Mm -hmm. way too involved, way too accessible to this shit. Right. This is, this is it. This is it. And that was all. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I've had situations like that, um, especially friendships, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I had a friendship, uh, back in Chicago. Right. And I was telling you about this, uh, where, you know, every time... I wanted to just have a girl's day and just mm-hmm. talk. Um, it was always about her boyfriend. Yeah. Always about her boyfriend. Uh, the oh. good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't get me wrong. We're females. We like right. to talk. We gossip, you mm-hmm. know, and, and not even gossip in a negative way, but just be like, oh, girl, my man did this. Girl, my man did that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, we just like to have fun. Right? right? It's girl talk. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, however, if I can't sit down with you and talk about the business that I want to start without right. you mentioning your boyfriend, without talking about, I can't sit down and say, oh, hey, I read this really great book mm-hmm. without you mentioning your boyfriend. Right. Hey, I went and worked out today. You mentioned your boyfriend. Like, yeah. I cannot say one thing. I'm literally sitting there while I'm sitting with her, like, sitting there pondering, what can I think of to say? To change this. That, that, right. To change, <laughs> so that she can't mention this man. Right. Like, literally. And so it was always that. And it was in that, oh, well, he said this and he, he, this and he, that. Girl, shut up about this man. Like, I get it. You're in love. Yeah. I get it. And when you're in love, I will say, you know, we figure out ways to bring that person up. Mm-hmm. But come on now. Right. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot, yeah. sis. And then it got to the point where every time my phone would ring, she would be talking about him. And it wouldn't even be a, mm-hmm. you know how when I call you, it's like, hey, girl, what you doing? Yeah. Hey, what's up? And we just chat about the And then we chat. Right, right. Yeah. Or either, even before, if, if even if I need one direct thing, mm-hmm. like, hey, Rach, what do you think about this? I, I, at least say hello first. Yeah. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we're texting, I might say I need something real quick, but then I remember, like, okay, Carson, you're literally, t- I, and I've been conscious about this. I try mm-hmm. to be anyway. Right. It's like, I'll say, hey, Rach, I need this, blah, 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 or have you done this, or can mm-hmm. we do this? But then I were like, oh, she had a yoga class tonight. How yeah. did that go, right? Yes. You're right. Yes. Like, and I think mm-hmm. stuff like that is important. And it was never that with her. She right. would call me and not even say hello. Girl, let me tell you what this man did. Hi. Yeah. Hi. You mm-hmm. know I'm not busy. Yeah. My day's going well. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just but like. I'm here. Right. For you. Right. But I'm here for you. you. Right. For whatever you want to talk mm-hmm. about. But when I wanted to talk about something or wanted to talk about a guy or wanted to talk about a business or like I said, a mm-hmm. book, whatever, totally disregarded yeah. and brought back to her boyfriend. And um, she never realized, she never realized it. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, that's an example of how I kept someone around for so long because like you said it's harder to break those friendships mm-hmm. because I she was a cool girl we had right. fun when she wasn't talking about her man mm-hmm. and I could deal with it for a little bit right. but for the whole three four hours we're together that's a problem if we're talking right about, yeah. and and it just I, and I it took forever and honestly the only reason we really stopped hanging out is because I moved away from Chicago oh, wow. I never mm-hmm. even really like addressed it mm-hmm. and that's something to this day that probably is problematic on my mm-hmm. end that I that was that fearful of addressing the situation yeah. um because if she's doing it with me I'm pretty sure she's doing yeah, it with other people everybody. right yeah. and sis sometimes there's a time and place for that right like relax yeah. because I'm pretty sure if you're talking to me about that like that you're talking to co-workers and yeah. everybody else about like yeah. relax and I think and like just to sum off that accessibility is about acceptance more so like within ourselves mm-hmm. when people when we feel like okay I'm too accessible to you that's because I've accepted the fact of being accessible mm-hmm. to you. So I allow you, whenever you call, I'm picking up. Mm-hmm. Whenever you need something, I'm there. Whenever you want to go somewhere, whatever, I'm here for you. And that's our fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's our fault. As much as it angers us um, and we take it personally from the other person, right. we allow you ourselves it. to be that accessible. And people are only going to do what you allow. Yes. And the reason why she felt so comfortable picking up the call of me every mm-hmm. day and not saying hello and going yes. straight to... You know, my boyfriend this, my mm-hmm. boyfriend that, whether it was good or bad, yeah. was because I sat there on the phone for 30 minutes to an hour to listen to her and yeah. let her chat, yeah. thinking, oh, I'm being a decent friend, mm-hmm. but oh, honestly, I'm just, I'm hindering myself from growth because right. we're not talking about shit. Right. Two, I'm hindering you because I'm not telling you an issue that mm-hmm. you have that needs to be addressed, <laughs> right? And and it's we're not going anywhere with the friendship. Right. So we're problematic to each other, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think when you when you are too accessible, to people, like you said, it starts with self, mm-hmm. as, as always, as all things do in reality. Right. Um, it starts with self, but also 
you're hindering the other person as well. Because you're not, allowing them to stay in that You're space. allowing them to stay in that space. And as a friend, That's if you're a true friend, stop being accessible and start telling they ass what they need to hear. That's a great point. That's a great point. Because um, it was someone I'm really close with, cared mm-hmm. for so much in my life. and I love you too. And you know, <laughs> you as well. Uh, whatever else, this other person. <laughs> um, yeah, so he is always on his phone. Mm-hmm. Always on his phone, um, but he does business in his phone, mm-hmm. works in his phone, and he, whenever people need him, mm-hmm. he wants to be there at all times. Mm-hmm. And from the outside looking in, I'm watching and I'm like, mm, this is really draining you. Like, mm-hmm. you're giving your all to this, but what are you really receiving from this in return? Right. And um, just sitting up having those conversations, I ended up speaking up about it and saying, this is not healthy for you. Right. Maybe you should readdress it. And it brought light to, well, damn, you're right. 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 You're right. I'm always available for these people. And then I complain. I bitch and complain. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying. But if I just turn my phone off for an hour, or if I just, I can't answer this phone call right now. It's after business hours. Right. And take care of myself, Mm -hmm. then... I'll be a lot happier. Right, right. And you'll be able to help Mm -hmm. those people more because you are happier, right? And you'll do better business because you took that break, right? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just feel like the world will be okay for an hour without you. Listen. The world's not going to stop. Listen. These people aren't going to die. Right. God God will. will, Right. 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 But they're not going to die like, or even a week. Take a break. Take a break. Relax. Leave me be. Right. I need some space. I got to cut you off for a second. So, Um, And I think this is a question that I have when we kind of started thinking about this topic Mm -hmm. um, that maybe our listeners have. How do you know, I'm trying to figure out how to work this. How do you know um, what, when you're being too accessible, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah, you might have a little intuition, whatever. But, you know, I guess everybody, like I said, everybody's opinion of accessibility and what they give Mm -hmm. is different. Right. So I might be giving a lot all the time mm-hmm. and I think it's normal because that's just who I am right. um, and I don't think anything of it when someone else gives less it's mm-hmm. because it's not that big of a deal right mm-hmm. um, so how do you know how do you pigeonhole that right like how do you pin that down to say you know what Carson mm-hmm. like you're doing a lot yeah it's all about it's all about personal preference and mm-hmm. really self-reflection because for me being a yoga instructor mm-hmm. I have to be accessible when it comes to being in that position. Right. I have to be accessible in love, mm-hmm. in guidance, um, in spirituality, in, in that moment. And everything is about service, kind of like I was saying earlier. But you just have to realize, is this draining you? Mm-hmm. And is this person reciprocating? Right, right. Simply put. Right. Me, yeah. yeah. And so, for me, um, I had to do that. Like mm-hmm. you said, like, kind of just self-reflect. Um, I had a moment of, moment to, of self, a moment mm-hmm. to self to, like, realize, like, Okay, and I and I did it with a list. I'm, right. I'm big on writing things out. Um, friendships and relationships. Um, I, I took a, a relationship I had and I wrote it out, all the pros and all the cons. Mm-hmm. And I realized that all the cons were like things that he didn't do that I felt I did right. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing. I had a female friend that I did the same thing with, right. and. I had to eliminate these relationships because this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And um, I've actually gotten very intentional in my relationships as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not of like, let, let's let things flow and whatever happens, happens. No. Right. I refuse. Right. I'm very intentional. Mm-hmm. And my, my current relationship, I said, listen, you're a great guy, 
like you a lot, mm-hmm. but this is what I need. If you want to be with me, and if you want, and if you want, me, and if you right, if you want to be with me, it, and yeah. understand, number one, you're going to get all of me, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get all of me, and, right. and the flaws and all, every all my mm-hmm. silliness, my craziness, my my crying, my yelling, Absolutely. my laughing, mm-hmm. my whatever, my boogers, my farts, mm-hmm. all that. You're gonna get all, all that. you all that, mm-hmm. all that. Like you're getting it all. Like I'm telling you, like I'm not about to like you, when I the way I eat. Right, a bitch like me. I like a munch. I like a munch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you munch. Right, you're gonna get all of that, right? right? And if you want all of that, and as you say, you do, um, right? Like the vulnerability, the strength, all that. If you mm-hmm. want those things, this is what I need from you. Yes, and and um, this is what I expect mm-hmm. of you. And holding them accountable. And I'm and, and I'm gonna hold you accountable for the Absolutely. things that I expect, mm-hmm. um, and the things that I know that I deserve mm-hmm. because I know my worth. And and I'm sitting at this table, and if you want to sit next to me, if you want to sit at this table with it, these are the things I need. Yes. And I was very intentional, and I've never really had done that in the past. Mm-hmm. And so, because I just went with the flow and let things happen as they may, yeah. and never set intention, said, no, if you are if you want to come over, you're not going to call me at 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and, be, and be there at 11, 30, 12. Call me at 2 p.m. today and be here at 2.15. Right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to, you're not right. When I, when I call... I shouldn't have to call you two and three times. You don't know what I need, right? right? Like, I shouldn't have to call you two or three times. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Absolutely. If you say you're going to be there at a certain time, be there at a certain mm-hmm. time. Little things that, well, things that people think are little mm-hmm. are actually very significant. Absolutely. And so I didn't set those boundaries in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so it felt like I was giving so much because because I take the time to answer the phone when you call. I, I When I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm there. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Right. And so the fact that he wasn't doing those things well I never was intentional with saying these are the things I expect mm-hmm. I just expected him to know right and so I think it's important that we we tell these people and tell everyone that listens listening mm-hmm. like be intentional with, yeah. with your relationships you're right absolutely I'm not gonna lie though um I used to be the type of person when it came to relationships mm-hmm. and you kind of posted about this too like Oh, he came back because girl, oh, man, he missed this girl. Oh, the good. Yeah, the pussy's good. Right. I'm a great woman, and right. I'm not negating the fact that I'm a great woman because I am. And you're not negating and the fact that the pussy's good. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but that wasn't the case, right? The reason he kept coming back was because he failed number one to replace me, Facts. and he knew it was easy for him to come back and find comfort. Because I'm right here, yeah. Open arms, open arms. Yep, you're welcome. And I knew you'd come back. Yeah. You know what I used to say? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so horrible. I, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. So I used to say men are like dogs. Mm-hmm. You let them outside to pee, mm-hmm. and they'll go pee on other neighbors, the neighbor's house. Yeah, mark territory. They'll mark territory. They'll go pee on that well, tree this over is, there, this and the third. But at the end of the day, they always know come back home because they know who feeds them, and they know yeah. who takes care of them. And I used to say that. And it's so funny because when I saw that post that I posted mm-hmm. on my story, I literally laughed at myself. Right. Like, Bitch, you, you really thought <laughs> you really thought that nigga because he t- I take care of him. He he loved it because he loved me. Bitch, you're dumb. Like you're easy. You you're easy. You you're easy to, to manipulate. You're yes. easy. You're easy to yes. manipulate. Mm-hmm. You're he, he's taking advantage of your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. He knows you love him. He knows you mm-hmm. you care about him, and he knows you're a nurturer. And he's he's if as long yeah. as I'm saying. When it, I got you for yeah. whatever. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, I'm gonna fucking come back. Right. Of course. Of course. I'm going to go piss on all the other bitches around mm-hmm. here and they come back and piss on your ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the fuck that is. Yeah. I, have, I had to have that conversation with myself, especially on a spiritual level. Because me, the way I think about things, I always think on a spiritual level. Yes. And men like that, obviously, they have some type of hurt, traumas, or pains they're dealing with and they're being projected okay. onto you or onto me as a woman. Right. And I would think, okay, well, 
you're going through these things spiritually, you're fighting these spiritual battles, you still need somebody. Right. And I'm not going to take personal the wrongs you've done to me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to help you through this. Mm-hmm. But in me being accessible and continuing to help you through this, you're not changing. Right. You're not doing anything to better yourself. You you don't care about my purpose in doing this. I'm just easy to you. Right. And you, you just want the access. And you just want the access. You want to continue to manipulate. Right. And whether that access be you just need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. You need some someone to you need some, some money. Food. You need someone to some... sleep with. Whatever. You yeah. you want some pussy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm regardless, I'm accessible until you, are... you call my phone. Absolutely. And speaking, you just made a good point. Money. Mm-hmm. You said money. Mm, girl. That is and and that goes this okay. I'm just gonna I'm <laughs> let's just gonna, chat listen, about let's it. be real. Let's like chat about it. girl, this just took me back. Because this is, um, I had a conversation with someone while I was living in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you, you had come, come, came to Chicago to visit me. And um, lifestyle in regards to, like, my financial lifestyle has mm-hmm. changed a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I used to to go shopping and not look at price tags. Okay, yeah. Um, because I could do that. Right. However, I never showed any gratitude for it. Mm-hmm. And um, I was never thankful. Mm-hmm. And I never, I don't even, like, I, I think we talked about this today. I don't remember saying, thank you, God. Thank you for what you, you've blessed yeah. me with, right? Um, like I said, I was saying the same prayer over and over again. Appreciate it. Love yeah. you. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Peace. Love you guys. Like, and that was literally it. And right. so, um, in the time when I was uh, living in Chicago and, you know, and I was in Atlanta, Chicago, Minneapolis, and before I moved uh, here, I had um, I had set a goal of, at a certain age, a certain amount of money mm-hmm. that I wanted to, to obtain, a salary. Mm-hmm. I did that. And so, um, I was very and the only person in my family to ever do that mm-hmm. um exactly. and so well thank you yeah and so um i had even family members calling me like yo like let me hold let something. me hold something let me hold yeah. something mm-hmm. um and some of them would would give it back mm-hmm. the next day um and some of them they wouldn't mm-hmm. um you know and for me it was like people were people would ask me somebody told me i was the being the mary jane of of my family oh wow and I said, well, what do you mean by that? And they said, well, you know, not that nobody else is successful in your family, but you've reached this kind of, this uh, flat, this height, right? This, this, this heightened sense status or whatever, mm-hmm. right? This heightened status in a sense. Um, and so you, you have this degree, you have mm-hmm. this great job, you know, you're making this amount of money uh, each year and you live in a place like mm-hmm. this. And, you know, so they feel like they can call you. And because you don't know how to say no. no and I said, well, yeah. I you just said a key thing. You, you don't know how to say no. And mm-hmm. I said, well, this is my family. Yeah. What's your point, Carl? I mean, literally looked at me and I said, what's your point? I'm like, that's my family. And they mm-hmm. said, okay. So think about how he, he said, I want you to sit down and calculate all the money that you've given to your family. Mm-hmm. And yes, some of you gotten back. Some of you haven't. But calculate mm-hmm. it all. Calculate it all. Because you might have got it back. But did you get interest on it? Mm-hmm. No. Right? So calculate it all back and think about. If you say and, and think about what you spent and what you could have invested in, mm-hmm. he said, understand if you say no now because you're trying to prepare them for something bigger. Right. If I say no now, I can say yes later. Mm-hmm. If I had saved all that money, I could have went and bought a parking garage, an apartment complex. I could have did this. And now, now I don't, I, I'm not giving you money, mm-hmm. but now you're working in a, the, now you're a, the worker in the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Now you are the, the owner of an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Now I've set the family up because right. I was saying no then. Mm-hmm. Now we are set up where everybody's eating, right? right? But because I'm divvying out here, mm-hmm. and I'm divvying out here, and I'm divvying out here, and I'm paying for this and paying for that, mm-hmm. we're never gonna reach to where we want to be because I don't know how to say no. Absolutely. 
And so people, even your own family can, you can be too accessible to your own family, whether it be mental, mentally, spiritually, mm-hmm. emotional, or even financially, right. you can be too, too accessible. Yeah. Um, I've actually had, um, like in regards to my mom, mm-hmm. um, our relationship's a little iffy mm-hmm. and we'll get into that another topic on the right. podcast. But so in regards to her, at all times, my mom wants access to me. Right. And what are you doing? Where are you at? All the access. Is that just a mom thing? Because my right. mom is the same way. It could, it could possibly be, but... Um, Lord. You know, we have a podcast coming up in regards to breaking generational cycles. Yes, yes. So okay. we will really address it. On okay, that okay. Good, good, good. Um, so in regards to it, it's... When I began to say, I can't answer the phone right now. I don't have the energy to have this conversation. Right. It became problematic. Really? And it's Yeah, it's crazy how when you say no mm-hmm. and when you protect your space you have to look at those people and i mean obviously you can't cut your mom off right <laughs> like i love you mom that, but, right right and right. you have to in regards to friendships and relationships if you begin to protect your space for your own personal and health feel, mm-hmm. and it becomes problematic or is an issue for them right you have to watch out for those people. right right you know and, and like i said mm-hmm. it might be a mom thing because my mom is the same way yeah i mean literally will call me mm-hmm. and she's gotten better she has yeah. but i mean but literally she didn't talk to me every day i had not talk to you today yeah. what are you mad at me But sometimes I don't want to talk. I cannot talk. Either mm-hmm. I'm busy, I'm working, whatever. And it's so funny I when I was in my don't feel or I don't <laughs> simply don't feel like what I don't right. want to answer. Right. And so and but I mean will call me back to back to back. And if I don't answer, we'll text you <laughs> the next person. That's what's like, I'm trying to talk to Carson. You know where she at? I'm at home. I just don't want to talk. But um, you know, and in my when I was working my corporate job nine to five. We talk often on my lunch mm-hmm. break or whatever, and I was pretty much a entrepreneur, right? So right. I'm a I'm my own boss within a company, right? right. I was doing my own thing, and so um, I had my schedule was very free, mm-hmm. you know, and so I was able to talk to her a lot more. Well, as you know, that job ended, and it became okay, Carson, you're doing this for it's yourself. It's on you now. It's on me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't go to work and sit at my desk on Facebook all day and know that I'm gonna get a check every two weeks. Right. No, I gotta go get it right, mm-hmm. and so. The hustle is real, right? The grind is right. real. And so now we don't talk as much. Mm-hmm. And she had the nerve to tell me, you need to go get a nine to five because I don't talk to you as much anymore. Oh. Okay. So I'm supposed <laughs> So, okay, okay, mom. okay. So, and I mean, obviously, like I said, she was joking. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, eh, how much how right. much truth is behind that, right? right? I do believe with every joke that somebody mm-hmm. says, there's some some truth behind it. Like, mm-hmm. you told me my feet were ugly earlier. Like, you was, you was playing. I mean, it was like... But you were... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, there you don't run it out. Whatever. (laughs) But my whole point is, like, I was, like, literally sitting there thinking, like, we laughed, ha, ha, ha. But it was Mm -hmm. like, now, bitch. Now, mama, I love you. But now, bitch. You know. Now, bitch. You, I'm supposed to give up my dreams of being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and my dreams of, you know, starting this nonprofit and 
and giving back to the communities mm-hmm. in which I live and, you know, taking this podcast to, to, to greater heights mm-hmm. and different things like that, right? All these dreams and aspirations I have um, and the to, to make my money mm-hmm. and to do the things I do to make my money because I can't talk to you as much. So you can have more access. To you, so you can have more access to me. You want me to go sit at 9 to 5 and be miserable as fuck. Oh. Good joke. Okay. Hell no. So yeah, even your even your family, you and it can get like you said, even your family, friends, relationships, it can be problematic. It can, right. it can, and you I have to, you have to be able to say no. Yeah, you have to be able to, because in within us, our intuition, and like I said, we've talked about this earlier. Like mm-hmm. Even it's not on the forefront of our mind, but mm-hmm. somehow, some way, we feel like mm, this isn't right. I don't have time for this. I don't have space for this, but we still do it anyway. Right. If we begin to start acknowledging those feelings mm-hmm. and realizing, okay this is how I feel, it'll make it easier for us to say no. Right. And I think it's important to really start self-reflecting and addressing that. Right. And, you know, you, you mentioned intuition. Mm-hmm. For those of you who, for whatever reason, and, and again, this is all personal preference. You give right. as much as you feel you need to and, and you get back as much as you feel like you want to get back. Like, it's right. totally up to you. My standards are high. Mm-hmm. That simple. Um, and not saying that if it's different from mine, your standards are low. Not saying that. But mm-hmm. my I, me personally... This is how I want to be. I expect to be treated. This is the space I need. This is what I'm going to give. This mm-hmm. is what I'm not going to give. Whatever, right? Um, I think it's, again, important to let that be known up front and have those intentional right. conversations of what you need and what you don't. Um, however, if you get into a situation and you say you've been intentional, mm-hmm. you say, Rachel, this is what I need from you out of this friendship. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, Carson, and we agree. Carson, this is what I need from you. Okay, and we agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, you don't start getting that intuition of, mm-hmm. like, something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe maybe you should have some time to self, yes, right? Absolutely. Um, because your intuition is real, your gut feeling is real, mm-hmm. uh, and if you're not getting a gut feeling about something, because regardless, you're gonna get a gut feeling. Right. I feel like you're gonna have tuition about intuition about anything and everything, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. I know right now in this moment, this is a good relationship. Right. I'm absolutely. happy. I have mm-hmm. positive vibes. When we, when we have when we have an issue, we discuss Talk it, we work it, it out, and get we get and get past it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that is what a friendship, a business business partnership is. That's what it's supposed to be about, right? right? Um, so you're gonna get into in a, a feeling, regardless mm-hmm. whether it's a good feeling like that mm-hmm. or feeling like, damn, right? It's like I love you, but it's probably not gonna work out. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're gonna get a feeling either way. So if you're getting no feeling whatsoever, that's a problem. Yeah, because sometimes people can have such a hold on you that. They're, they're blocking and clouding your mind. And you're not, you don't even realize you're being overly accessible. You don't even realize they're sucking the energy and draining the life out of you. Girl, speaking of that, um, having a hold, right? Mm-hmm. That brings me to, like, more of relationships. Relationships, yeah. like, you know, intimate. intimate relationships. On, on, a, on a physical level, mm-hmm. right? Those type of relationships. Um, mm. I used to, and this is, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I used to be yeah. like... I know this person is not good for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's not. But I am alone in this city. Mm-hmm. I don't have anyone here with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm afraid to go out and meet new people. Mm-hmm. I'm in like a foreign country almost. Yeah. Like, if you move to a different city, you're in a foreign so country. Far, yes, I have absolutely. no idea where I'm at, what I'm doing. Who is um, who is who, right? But this person is comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this person's time and company. Is it right Nah, probably not. Yeah. Um, is there, is it problematic because you're alone, I'm alone, so we just are connected just simply because of that, right? right? No, no other deeper, mm-hmm. uh, meaning, right? And, and I won't say no other deeper meaning, but you, yeah, you, it, yeah, you, yeah. you find the, the blessings within, within things, Absolutely. right? Um, however, 
at the end of the day, overall, it's a problematic, toxic situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I used to say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. But as soon as I get a little horny... Daddy, um, and I say, Ugh, I, I mean, mean, I can put aside the bullshit. Listen, and, and I just need some quick. dick real quick. <laughs> um, and I know you're five minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. I know the dick's good. I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be satisfied. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know we'll spend a couple of days together, and I feel all lovey dovey. Right. Then you go about your way, and we'll, we'll take a break for two weeks, and we'll do it again, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would literally be like, okay, I'm just gonna call the talking like, yeah. okay, babe, come over. Like, I'm just gonna yeah. talk to you, come over. Yeah, and then that accessibility, just more toxicity, insecurities, yes. self-worth, Listen, declines, listen like, and, and that, and that, like you said, it starts with, like, knowing self. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if I was more in tune with my self-worth at the time. Just rub one out. Listen. And you would have been fine. You I would have been fine. Just masturbate, bitch. Go to pussy and just masturbate. go to sleep. And go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I, but I didn't do that. I was right. like, oh, I want to I want to I want some dick. Yeah. Like, literally, like. But I wasn't, I was so out of touch with my self-worth at the time Mm -hmm. that that was, I was willing to settle for this man who really doesn't care about me, who Mm -hmm. in a sense plays with my emotions. We go back and forth. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the fuck this is. What are we, what we're doing? Yeah. But I'm giving him my body. I'm allowed. He doesn't meet my, my, although I wasn't intentional, he doesn't meet the expectations that I, that I, that I have Mm -hmm. now set. May have not set them in the beginning, but now I have set them. Right. But how serious can he take me if I set these expectations but then I go back to call, I call him. To the, I'm shit. reverting back to the shit that you I see. Do. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so um, I was way too accessible in that right. situation. Yeah, um, and I allowed myself to be. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to stem off that. So um, I listened to the sermon online. Mm-hmm. Um, pastor Simeon. He is a pastor at um, the Brook Church in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, amazing church. If you're in Columbia, go there. Get you a word. Okay. And the name of it was called Closing the Gaps. Mm. And he made a reference into a brick wall. Okay. Number one, the foundation of the wall. Okay. And the actual wall itself and how it's built. And when we build foundations of ourselves, we sometimes think, oh, we're about to build the foundation on what we appear, it it appears to be a rock. Mm. But when it rains and a storm comes, it's actually just hard clay. Mm. Foundation crumbles, your wall crumbles, and you let all this hurt and pain in. And then also in regards to the wall, sometimes we just have situations that happen in life that, you know, break holes into our walls Mm -hmm. or cause darkness or um, gaps in our lives and in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And in that, with those gaps, people can creep in, the enemy can creep in, Mm. darkness can creep in, you can make connections in all these places that are hindering you and you're, they have access and maybe you're not allowing the access, but they still have the access because you didn't realize there's a hole back here on this side of the wall because you're looking this way. Mm. Person and them creeped in, and they're going to fuck your ass up. Lord Jesus. Yes. So within that, um, that I had, I had, excuse me, I had an issue with that because there were connections I made with people, relationships specifically with mm-hmm. men, that if I was whole, if I had self-worth, mm-hmm. if I loved myself, if I was secure, I wouldn't have ever gave these men access to me. Girl. Ever. But because I was in those dark word, places, yeah, I was said. in those dark places, I'd allow these men to come in and hinder me and hurt me and destroy me even more. Mm-hmm. So you have to take time in solitude to build that wall back up. And then once you've done everything you need to do to heal, then go and seek another whole person. And, and let me, and let me, two things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you are what you attract. Absolutely. You are what you attract. Absolutely. And so, um, as much as people hate to say it, mm-hmm. oh, I attract eight shit niggas. Oh, I attract eight shit bitches. It, girls, every girl I'm with is a hoe. Mm-hmm. Every nigga I'm with, don't do this, don't do that. There's well, something about you. There's something about you that you're attracting. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you were whole, if you were happy, Absolutely. if you were at peace, these people wouldn't even have access to you. Right. Because they wouldn't have been able to see you. They wouldn't even be able to see you. would have been so high. Yeah. And they're here. They wouldn't have been able to touch you. They wouldn't even reach you. They wouldn't be comfortable even approaching com- to look. approaching you. They wouldn't even have felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. But they saw somewhere in them. They saw that brokenness. They saw that hurt and said, right. "Oh, okay. She on my level. She yeah. just as broken hurt as I am. Mm-hmm. So let me. You see what come I'm saying? Let me come yeah. in here and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. We can be broken hurt together. Right. right. Um. And and even like you said, and when you address it and they still continue it. You gotta, or, or it becomes problematic. You gotta really watch out for those people because those are people that want to keep you stuck with yes. them. Yes. And it's like quicksand. Yes. And it happens so quickly. You step down, you step in that mud, and it, you sink. You sink. Absolutely. You sink. Um, and you you said another thing in regards to um, like knowing knowing your worth, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's just so funny to me because, uh, and you said knowing your worth and and being whole, right? Mm-hmm. Being whole. And it's so funny because once you know your worth and you become this this whole person, mm-hmm. you you become this whole person. You don't seek another half. No. People uh, people always like to use the term uh, "my other half," mm-hmm. my better half. Or you complete me. you complete me. No, what no, we ain't doing that. We're not doing that. No, 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 no. no. Because let me tell you something. You need to be a hundred percent whole before you even enter into a relationship. Absolutely. I want to uh, love freely and abundantly mm-hmm. um, and peacefully. Uh, and I, I want to love myself. Mm-hmm. And I, and when I say those things, I, I mean self. Mm-hmm. Love myself freely and abundantly mm-hmm. and peacefully before I love anybody else in those mm-hmm. ways. I need to do that before I love myself in, any, in any, somebody else in any of those ways. Um, and, and if you don't do that, then it's going to be two halves. And we're mm-hmm. not, how are we, we going to uplift each other? How am I going to pour into you and you pour into me, right? Yeah. If, if, I've, if I'm still accessible to mm-hmm. everyone. And another thing, too... I saw, speaking of sermons, I saw a sermon. I can't remember who said who did it, and, mm-hmm. I, and I hate that. Um, but uh, I'll look it up for you guys and, mm-hmm. and maybe post it one day. But um, I saw a sermon, and he was saying that, sis, you can't get married. And you wonder why you're, you're not married yet. He mm-hmm. said, you're not going to get married. And this pastor was talking to these women, and these women were like, what? What, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you looking at her rock and worried about her ring and this mm-hmm. and that. But he said, but let me tell you why you're not married yet and why nobody, no man has married you. He said, number one, because you need to, you're walking in the spirit of a girlfriend. Ooh. You're walking in the spirit of a Ooh. girlfriend. He said, you were a wife long before any man put asked you to marry him. Speak. <laughs> I'm a wife, baby. Hmm. Okay. And he said, you were a wife long before any, any man asked you to marry him. I said, and he said, another thing is, he said, you are so still accessible. You're still accessible mm-hmm. to Joe, Bob, mm-hmm. Tom, John, Xavier, and yes. whoever else that you have laid down with and shared your soul and bared your soul mm-hmm. to. He said, you still got boyfriends, sis. That's why you can't get married. Because you, your soul's still tied to all these damn different the boyfriends out here. Look, you still accessible to them. And so, and, so, and so because you still answer the phone for mm-hmm. Joe and Bob and Tom and everybody else when they call, you're not going to get married to, to, to um, David no. because you still worried about these men. Yeah. And I was like, that is crazy. He said, you're not single. Mm-hmm. You can't get married because you're not even single. And I want to stem off that because... Um, I had dealt with somebody for years Mm -hmm. and years, on and off, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was never chosen. Mm -hmm. But because I was so accessible and I was available and 
okay, you couldn't replace me, you couldn't find anyone else, or once you got tired, like, you couldn't, we still maintain that. Right. And I got to a point where I realized, okay, shit is not healthy, mm -hmm. this shit is toxic, it's time for me to end this and truly end it. Not, Access denied. Yeah, not, okay, <laughs> it's over with, but... When you call me here and there, what you doing? How you been? Da -da. Eventually leading to us fucking again. Right. Like falling back into it. Girl. It got to a point where I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And I healed from that. And once I completely healed from that, the man that I was able to manifest into my life now at this point, girl. Listen. Girl, you listen. have to deny that access listen. to them other men you have, them right. other niggas and people you're fucking. Even if you're just fucking people. Right. Like, you don't have to even be in a relationship. Right. Even if we're just connected. End it. End it any off. type of those connections. Heal. You gotta go. Yes, and move mm -hmm. forward. Right. You'll manifest something so much more abundantly better. That you didn't you even need. realize. You literally tell yes. yourself, oh, I want this, I want that. Mm -hmm. Girl, if you do what you need to do, guy, if you do what you Absolutely. need to do and heal, mm -hmm. what is gonna come to you? What God has waiting for you? Yes. You gonna be like, what? God, I see you, you got all my access. I see you <laughs> You get yes. all this access. Look, you got the access. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so we, as we go into, you know, closing, mm -hmm. um, I just think we should share, you know, some ways to deny access. Yes. Um, and, and so for me, I, I think my three core things that I do when I, when I start to feel like, okay, mm -hmm. I need to, to deny access to this person or right. this person access to me. Mm -hmm. Um, number one, I just pay attention. I observe, I start to get Absolutely. this feeling and it's like, mm -hmm. you know, something's not right. Something's not right. And I don't ignore that feeling. Trust I, I trust it. I don't ignore it. I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like, you know, I am, I am God. God mm -hmm. is me. And when I hear that intuition, that voice in my head, that's God tapping me on my shoulder saying, Carson, mm -hmm. this is not for you. Yeah. I didn't send, I didn't send this person. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first thing. I listen to that voice. Um, two, I write out, I write it, the pros and cons. I write out what I, what I feel like I'm getting that I didn't get mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and you know, I, I, I won't say this. I, I skipped a step. First step is to always be intentional in your conversations, Absolutely. right? So any, yes. any relationship you go into friendship, romantic, whatever, have a conversation up front and be intentional about what you expect. Mm -hmm. Once, you know, you start to get that gut feeling, listen to that feeling. Then three, I write it down. And then four, I have that tough conversation yeah. and I say, Hey, your access has been denied. Um, and so that's what I personally do. And yeah. so um, it's been beneficial for me as mm -hmm. I've gotten older. Um, and again, just very intentional and, and understanding. Don't be afraid to to say what you need to say. Mm -hmm. um, and trust your instinct. Yeah. So what about you? How do you deny access? For me, it was about a mindset. Mm -hmm. And usually, like, when I would initially deny access, it would be because I was mad at you. I felt some type of way. You hurt me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then in those moments, oh, I got over it, whatever. I'm answering the phone. Hey, I'm here. What you want to talk about? Because you have a hold on me and you still have that access. But when I... I'm sorry. So in a sense, you're saying you never really completely denied access. Absolutely not. You denied it because at the time for a mm -hmm. moment because you were mad. Yes. But then they still had access because they would call, call, call. And they'd call enough to the point you got over it and right. now you're back. Or say all the right things mm -hmm. and do yes. Okay. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, okay, this is not right. And I had to learn how to, number one, forgive them for what they've done. Mm -hmm. But also forgive myself for allowing that to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. And once I did that, on the other side of forgiveness, I was able to... I deny access not in spite of you because I was angry or hurt but more so for my self-worth that my own peace of mind because you were maintain, whole. yeah maintaining my own space yeah and that's allowed me to say no more oftentimes than not I like that mm -hmm. I like that a lot so yes. with that it's it's 
don't deny access out of spite. Yes. Do it because you're whole. Because you're, you deserve, you deserve better. You're, you're you're, you yes. have self-worth, right? Yes. Um, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. And I never thought of it that way. I mm-hmm. think that's a great perspective. Yes. Um, that's beautiful. So, with that said, guys, access fucking denied. Right. Like, don't let people, right, don't let people walk in and out of your life like a revolving door. Yes. It's not okay. And it doesn't bring you peace of mind. It doesn't elevate you by any means. And don't hold on to relationships thinking, oh, that's my family. It's okay to let that go, right? It's okay. It's family, too. Family, too. It's okay to let that relationship. Don't think, oh, I've been dating him for five years or, you know, I've been best friends with her since we were in elementary school. People grow up and grow apart relationships grow out of out of love and mm-hmm. uh, they fall apart and you know in your family you can still my blood but i gotta love you from a distance absolutely it's okay to say no and it's okay not to let people walk in and out of your life absolutely yes yes i think it's a great topic um guys thank y'all for tuning in Always. we love y'all so much yes don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend and follow us at the anomaly dot podcast